Art Scene Now on WVIA with Tom Reese of WVIA News. Dr. Michael J. Lewis is an historian, a professor of art and architecture at Williams College, Massachusetts, and the architecture critic for The Wall Street Journal. Lewis's personal and professional lives collided when on February 19th, a fire destroyed St. Hedwig's Church in Edwardsville, which he used to attend in his youth. The church had closed in 2007, and Catholic Social Services of the Diocese of Scranton eventually sold the building in March 2020. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. The 65-year-old Lewis reflected on memories of family gatherings, from weddings to funerals in the fire's aftermath. But due to his profession, he was also in a unique position to speak about the architect, the building itself, and what it says about the era in which it was built. Well, we moved a lot as a child, but I lived I lived in Kingston from 1963 to 65, again from 1968 to 1980. Both sets of my grandparents lived in the valley in Kingston and Pringle. St. Hedwig's Church was my the church of my mother's side of the family. St. Ignatius was the church of the Irish side of the family, church a few blocks away. And throughout my childhood, we would go Sunday to one or the other, depending depending who woke up earlier, or depending which of my which of my grandparents were, uh, were were doing something that day. I grew up always having heard that my great grandfather, whose name was Ignatius or Ignatz Rutkowski, one of the volunteers who helped build the church. And as with a lot of family legends, you 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 take it for granted, you don't question it. But in my work. Being a historian who conducts research, I always want to see a document, but sure enough, I found a list of the members of the founding members of the church in 1901, and Ignaz Rutkowski is listed there as one of the founders. So it's, he was clearly part of that, that first group, which founded, which assembled right around then, but it took them seven years to raise enough money to start building the church um, that was built in begun in 1908, finished 1909, and then burned. Because all my family weddings and, and funerals were in and out of that church, which is why it's hard for me to talk about it without having emotions. The the historian researcher part of me looks at it as an object built by so many people for so much money at a certain time, and the human part of me has the deepest memories and associations well, with that church. Since about 1980, when I graduated from college, the first project I did historically was to put together a survey of historic buildings in Wilkes-Barre. I was just a novice. I didn't know what I was doing. I, I did some research, but the most useful thing I did was make a list of all the architects who worked in Wilkes-Barre, because most, most of these buildings were built by Wilkes-Barre architects from the Civil War to World War II. And one of the names I came up with was the name Owen B. McGlynn. He was the architect who, who designed St. Hedwig's. He was born in 1878. He died just, just 40 years old. He died of the flu epidemic in 1918. But in his short career, a 20-year career, he built hundreds of churches, mostly Catholic churches, but also convents, rectories. He designed Coughlin High School in Wilkes-Barre. And I realized if there was a family resemblance of the 
the buildings of my world, it was because a great many of them were designed by this one one man, this over overworked architect, Irish architect from Wilkesbury. So I always felt a particular fondness for this Owen McGlynn because he died young and because he, he was so hyperactive. And it was many years later that I suspected it, that I finally found the old newspaper clipping that talked about McGlynn and his design for St. Hedwig's, how it was in the Italian Renaissance style and how it was designed. It was a big capacity designed for 700, for 700 mostly Polish coal miners and laborers in those years. So when I found that out, I, it was a, it was that little pleasurable twinge. Ah, I thought he did it. But let me say also, I have a particularly, it's a weird feeling of possessiveness of the architect Owen McGlynn. One day I was sitting, going through my filing cards with my grandmother, not my grandmother on the Polish side, the grandmother on the Irish side of my family, um, Mrs. Michael Lewis, Grace Lewis, Grace Steuben Lewis. And she said, what are you doing? And I said, well, actually, I'm writing some notes on this architect, Owen McGlynn. And she said, oh, he was a nice man. And I thought, oh, my grandmother's lost it. I said, I said to her, mom, <laughs> he died, this man died a long time ago, 1918. And then she told me about him. And of course she knew him because she was friends with his daughter, my my grandmother grew up in in uh, East End of Wilkesbury, and in I guess her confirmation class was Zita McGlynn, his daughter. So suddenly, this name I knew only out of dusty books. Suddenly, as my grandmother talks about him, is a real human being, in in living memory. And living memory means that someone is alive who remembers it. So it always hurts me when I see one of his churches demolished or one of his firehouses or any of his buildings suffer. Because to me, and, and here's why this, this church is, is more than my own personal story, to me this was the golden age of our world, the Wyoming Valley. This was its maximum of growth and optimism and population. Population of Wilkesbury peaked just around just around 1925, and then it slowly began going going downhill and it continues alas, to be in free fall. But this was a moment when architects had confidence the city was growing, and, and you see some of their their optimism and belief in the future in what what they did. And to walk down Zerby Avenue where this where McGlynn did the church, you would see him right across the street. Well, Caddy Corner, he did St. Mary's Lithuanian Church. So here you find an architect designing Polish churches, Irish churches, Lithuanian churches, Slovak churches, Italian churches. He's designing for this whole new immigrant population, which built up the Wyoming Valley that was pouring in then. And so I I, I look at it as being a, a document of my own autobiography, but it's also a document of America. And then, of course, it's also the document of the end of coal mining and the economic collapse of our world. Michael J. Lewis, Faison Pearson Stoddard Professor of Art at Williams College in Williamstown, Massachusetts, and architecture critic for the Wall Street Journal. He has family roots here in the Wyoming Valley, and he was speaking with WVIA's Tom Reese of the news department here about St. Hedwig's Parish 
remembering the church after the devastating fire in February this year. And we had a chance to speak with him by phone about his memories, but also putting the church and its architecture into the larger context. For more information about Dr. Lewis, you may check the website of Williams College, and that's williams.edu, williams.edu. And thanks to Tom Reese of WVIA News.